Hey team, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. This is week 34. Today I sat down with the great man Rick Mirabella and we talked about all things business, all things life. Uh, We talked about creating a culture and creating an environment where you want to be every day and allowing yourself to attract the sort of people that make us smile and that, that help us, I guess, chase our passion every day. So Rick runs Runners, uh, which is a running studio of sorts, but it's the first of its kind having the group training setting with, you know, 30 treadmills in front of him and and a bunch of really, really cool people as well as, you know, strength and conditioning and all those kind of things. So this was thoroughly enjoyable. It was a great chat. He's a great, great man. Uh, I really hope you enjoy it. My personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day. I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. Rick Mirabella, welcome to the podcast. G'day, Lockie. Thanks for having me, mate, and g'day to all the Virtus listeners out there. It's fantastic <laughs> to be here. And hopefully a few of the runners listeners oh, definitely. after today. We'll be plugging this one, don't remember that. Good, good, good. First question for you, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Gets me out of bed at uh, quarter past four every morning. Jesus, it's, um, it's good for me. would be the same as you, mate, I would imagine. No, I'm a little later. A little late. No, no, just um, definitely oh, I love what I do, and I've loved what I've done for 11 years and a bit over, mate, just every single day. The ability to work with um, with people, which is one of my main passions, and awesome. and to I guess uh, running running physiology and just just like impart a little bit of my knowledge, but also I, I feed off of those thirty people waiting for me at five am. So it's um it's an addictive an addictive thing, big fella. Bloody earth it is. Mm. Bloody earth it is. What's it? What is it? Just the group time that gets you out of bed at four fifteen, or because that's a fair fair. Uh Thing to do every day, get up at, at that time. I certainly don't do it easily, as my fiance show would attest to. It's a lot of <laughs> lot of snooze buttons. Uh, um, been there, yes, daily. Uh, yeah, it's hard, um, mate. To be honest, five till seven is just cranking with us, and it always has. So That's awesome. I've I've had it. It's a no brainer for me to be there, and I, I genuinely love being there at that time of day. As hard as it is for the the first few minutes. Um, yeah, well, that's that's the thing I've kind of identified. Up. I never get to 7 a.m. and I'm shitty. Because no. like, I start at 6, mm. so I'm up at 5. But once I get to 6.10, I'm all good. It's, and you see all the smiling faces, or half smiling, half, <laughs> half asleep. Yeah. And they give you the energy to get up. It definitely makes our job a lot easier. And um, and I don't think any of us, uh, if we weren't that way in kind, would do it for as long as any of us definitely have done it for. Not. So. Look, I, I love every single person I work with, as do you. So we're, we're pretty lucky. Like, I don't think many people uh, go into work and genuinely love everyone. So I, um, because it's, it's uh, I guess it's our environment, we create the environment. Exactly. So we, we can, we, without knowing it, I guess we've manipulated who we work with because they come to us, don't they? We don't, yes, we well. don't go looking. So we're very lucky and um, I certainly wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, by 7am I'm, um, I'm, I'm really up and about and, and ready to... To launch. What does a what does a normal day look like for you? You're obviously yeah. not straight through till nine. No, nah, certainly not, mate. Oh, oh, since we've moved into HQ, uh, the newest or the big building, we um at seven I usually get half an hour of if I'm not obviously a little bit of talking, a little bit of recess. I've already knocked out two runner sessions by then. Awesome. Um, and then or yeah, or S and C sessions depends on the day. And then yeah, seven or seven thirty I'll do a little bit of planning, book work, if whatever I need to do, programming. Uh, a lot of remote programming so it's only half an hour then I'll roll into a couple of PTs and then there's usually the mid-morning stuff and then by midday I'm pretty much done for coaching awesome Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I'll uh, I'll go back and do it all again for a couple of hours at night and and, uh, roll through on a Wednesday and Thursday some footy clubs as well so that's my average day like I'm certainly I don't do as many hours as as, uh, as some of my tradie mates and 
I don't. My, my fiance works heavily in in the headquarters as well. She probably awesome. does, she does more hours than me. There's, no, there's, <laughs> no, no, there's nothing. Sure, there's you. nothing sure about that, mate. Yeah. She's the brains behind it all. I just yeah, awesome. um, I'm just at the front of it. So yeah, I definitely am lucky enough to have a nap and try to get a session done and, and just get the planning done. I think um, people like me and you, if we if we if we get the planning done when we can, I think um, everything it, else is so much it easier. makes five a.m. You can be yourself. You can yeah. roll in it and be yourself and show the personality that, to be honest, 90% of them are probably there for. Yeah. Um, obviously, the physiology and the structure is so important, but yeah, well, if we if plan it wasn't that, enjoyable, people wouldn't keep coming. No, we have to plan that up. so everyone keeps progressing. Yeah. If we keep planning, then we can be ourselves. I mean, we can relax and we can uh, be a little bit politically incorrect and the rest and just have fun <laughs> yeah. with it because Absolutely. we know that everything's taking care of itself. Exactly. So, yeah. I love that. Talk, talk to me about runners and the idea behind it. How to get how to get started because it's a little different to it's probably one in, one in its own. Yeah, well, definitely one in its own when it first started. Um, yes, yeah, so I footy background and endurance running as well. But yeah, I, I um I started strength and conditioning model in group stuff, but more PT and and running groups. And then at the start of 07, I was thinking this is just too hard because I loved as everyone does, you love working with all kinds of athletes. Yeah. I love the general population runners that wanted to do things that um, they never possibly thought possible. And on a track, it was just too hard. So to succinct it really quickly, it's a quality workout on a track session, indoors on treadmills. We run on a system, and it's been pretty similar for a long time. You obviously tweak it and, and stuff falls by the wayside, but we try to get the quality programs in. So... The VO2 power quality, the lactate threshold stuff, yeah. fartlek, hills, and speed endurance. So we'll tick those in a month. And then the volume running, so if I've got runners or triathletes, they will do their volume outside on a structured program yeah, cool. from us. So, But the reason it works, so I brought it indoors at the start of 07, is because of that reason. So if I've got 15 guys, at, guys and girls at Ballon Park Athletics Track, um, and obviously, you might have Lockie training for a VFL season. You might have a couple of guys training for a sub-three marathon. You might have a couple of ladies um, training for a real fast 10. And you might have a, a fella that wants to drop 20 kilos and might be training for mental health. The ability to uh, – it's really hard to do the prescribed session for many reasons. The weather, but more importantly, you don't want people feeling insecure about – you don't want people going, oh, geez, Lockie's, Lockie's killing me. Yeah, he's, he's doing 72-second laps. And I'm, my 90%, quite unquote, is um, I shouldn't have done the fingers. I just did the fingers. There, so I just did the quote. <laughs> this, is, this is audio, mate. I, I just <laughs> said, where, where's the video? <laughs> no, no, my 90%, quite unquote, is uh, he's going around in, in two-minute laps. I just hated that and I didn't want that. More to the point, as yeah, we all like know, that. Yeah, in, number one rule in performance is continuity. And, and I feel like outdoors with what we needed, the continuity just wasn't there. So yeah, I brought it indoors, I started renting space at a commercial gym. The systems was the same, they've certainly been tweaked in 11 years, like, yeah. I've, if, I've improved a lot, I, I would hope, I hope I'm better than last week, but um, and that's just why it's worked. So the continuity of it all enables these guys, and some are at the real pointy end, but every single week we get a couple that are really nervous and haven't ran much before and are intimidated by big groups of 25 and 30. Yeah. Once they come once, they uh, they very rarely leave. And, and it's it's because, uh, I believe, it's the structure and the environment. Like, yeah. So real quickly, the succinct, the percentage ratings, I guess. Like, that's what that's the biggest question. Because we have got some intros out. They're about to launch online with an app we're doing. But um, awesome. it's uh, really simple. So if Lockie's running 70%, he... That's what we call marathon pace, but it's sustained effort. So it's still below yeah. aerobic threshold. 80% half marathon, and I guess you'd call that tempo running or aerobic threshold. 85 to 90 is getting up to 10 to 5K race pace. Yeah. And we use, um, for people that have never run before, that 90%, you really can't talk too much. <laughs> 95% we call 1,500 pace, but that's a pace that you're really working. So you yeah. can do it for shorter efforts, like real, even above VO2 pace. And then 100% or maximal and above is like you're running an 800 meter race. And as yeah. you know, with your background, that's agony. But we might only <laughs> do it worst. for 40 to a minute or, or yeah, 70 cool. seconds. So most of it's time based. Yep. So it just works. And um, Jesus, I wasn't expecting a lot. I started this, um, yeah, like all those years ago. I wasn't expecting to do what it's done now, that's for sure. Well, you've, you've filled, a, filled a little niche in a, mm. in an area of the industry that, <clears throat> like I said, is done one way. 
and it's done in, on tracks and you brought it indoors which is super cool because like and I haven't been down and I apologise for that because I've been meaning to for like oh, fucking three years I'm the same mate yeah I, there you go well, well, it's top notch by the way yeah. <laughs> first time it's beautiful here stop it um, but like seeing you know you can have I love the idea of having five people that are all at different levels all doing their own thing next to each other mm. and you stay next to that person the whole the whole session and, and regardless of whether you're working at one person's working at you know 15 k's an hour or 13 like they're going to be running together with each other against each other and it's a pretty special environment that you've created and and we sh- it's cool to share a few clients between between the two gyms because yeah, we, we tick off yeah. both boxes we certainly and we do do that um for the listeners we do share a few which is which is awesome and i love it um I do love that because my, yeah, I love the fact that they can improve at their own rate and we're always big as you are on the, do the work, but be patient and patience is so, so bloody important. Yeah. In, um, Get used to being in, consistent. In physiology yeah. and everything. Like we can't, we can't afford to rush these things um, and especially the aerobic metabolism. It's going to take two or three years for these guys to, to even think about um, being near their peak. So yeah. it's, it's real, it's real cool to see them change and when we, flip the switch that finally says okay listen I don't have to push as hard as what I think I should yeah. because should and what I should be doing and what I want to be doing is a lot different I've got to hold back I hope Pulsey's listening to I, that to that little bit Pulsey, Pulsey, Pulsey rewind play again Pulsey, rewind play again Pulsey's one you can have that on repeat <laughs> maybe put that as your snooze alarm Pulsey. <laughs> Pulsey's a good example like um, during some of his preparations before he like he's broken a couple of times but he's done two men. we've just had him way below way below um 5k pace and it's worked yeah. and it does change I promise you ladies and gentlemen it will change your physiology if you do it smart you don't have to always go out at yeah. what you what we call supra maximal and stuff mm. and Lockie can the best thing about it is if say Lockie's had a big week on the track and he might have done a 25k easy yesterday and now he's got to back up on a Monday I've said Lock mate you're, you're really tempo paced today and Lockie can can talk a bit of shit and, and talk about the weekend and help another fella out well while Lockie's getting the workout that he needs yeah. but maybe the fella next to him it's his quality of the week it's his session to really go to the well so I want that fella next to him to really go balls to the wall yeah. and that that's where it's exciting because you can manipulate everyone in the room yeah and you don't have to uh, and it creates an incredibly supportive it's, culture it's, it's and environment because you've got the guys that are doing the tempo stuff that can egg on the guys that are, that are like I said balls to the wall it's, it's exciting and yeah. vice versa it's yeah it's, it's pretty amazing I guess environment and culture you created when you first started it did you set out to create what you've done now not not on purpose yeah. um i, I like my my two passions uh, certainly uh, endurance running and, and aussie rules footy mm-hmm. and i just i've always been in that, both of those environments so i guess i tried to look with running and some of the my absolute idols in the coaching world we can get to that later but some of them are really good some of them probably aren't as good as articulating and, and that footy i believe if it's a footy like a like I was just I was a battler but the football has probably made me the coach I am to be honest um, the running physiology is what I'm probably passionate about and, yep. but the, the footy the footy culture is just the greatest thing yeah, on earth that and ability I, to get all I, those people I think around you, I think you know that more than anyone so that probably married in yep. you know 7 or 8 and then um, Shell Shell was a founding member at the start of 07 and um, awesome. so Shell's my fiance and, and she before even we got together she um she certainly was involved in in a couple of big companies and probably saw the potential of it way before me. Like, I um yeah, I'm certainly not creative and not. I've got I'm really struggle. In you say you're not creative, but you've created this. Yeah, but this, this is thing. different. This is yeah, <laughs> this is one of my many like I'm one of my very few talents. <laughs> I, I stick to what I'm good at. I certainly do. I'm yeah. I'm good at that. I know what I'm not good at either. So Shell's done a lot of that. The the building because we we've. As you would know, mate, you, you go for a lot of ways trying to branch. We knew we had something special. We knew we had the first in the world. New York did one similar in 2014, yep. and then Boston followed, and a couple others followed. So, But we, to branch it out was tough. Like to um, Initially, we thought we wanted to franchise it, but we spent three years on a uh, – now I knew the industry wasn't great, but um, that those three years uh, just reminded just you reminded how me. not great it was. And, um, that's why um, um, we won't, we did a runners course that was accredited by Fitness Australia, um, and I uh, look that 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 course 
was a lot of labour and money for us, but that was okay. But we trained 25 guys, and it just wasn't. We've got a couple still going well, and they're great people, but the other 23, um, just remind you about the industry. But yeah. I don't think we're here to talk negatives, but that, that's part of the journey. But Yeah, and, yeah. and it's understanding that, that that part of the industry is not the whole industry because no. there's a lot of positives in what we do, but that part of the industry where it's really low level entry and people just do it because oh yeah that's something to do or that sounds cool or mum thinks I should do it or whatever Mm. but the people that are in the industry you know three, four, five plus years are the ones that actually live and breathe it and love it and they're there for the right reasons yeah and that's exactly right and that's what we places I think like ours and yours and there's a few other really good joints around I think Mm. it's getting better Um, I think it's almost done a all that stuff was 2013, 14. I honestly think it's getting a lot better since then, and yeah. that's why the more the more that um, I think people are smart too in 2017, and they look for coaches. They're get, getting there. Yeah. yeah. And they're able to find coaches that actually understand them or want to understand and know them as a person rather than which is number a one. number. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Certainly not a number, and certainly not, um, which you see a lot of these guys trying to make a quick buck and that kind of stuff, which um, I think people see right through that as a rule these yeah. days. And if they don't at the start, they do pretty quickly they once they get started. Yeah, I can't say it lasts more than six months. But yeah, so that that course was our first point of call, which took yep. three years. We did Mirabella Mountain, which was a um, a fun run at Mount Buller, which took awesome. which was another three years, which was a lot of logistical work, but that was great fun as well. And then we needed to branch out. We started developing this app, which is... Uh, any week now awesome going to be on, on your in your iTunes store and then which is a bit more authentic so it's me on video with a few runners behind us and take you through again the four systems fart lake aerobic power that's cool hills and speed endurance so you can do it any treadmill any track any trail in the world um, and then we eventually we, we had to open up the big headquarters but we needed the treadmills you can't lease them you got to buy them so it was a process yeah it was, it was a fa- as yeah. you would know it's um it was a fair old process, so and we needed space. We needed a massive creation. We needed uh, the strength and conditioning set up. So yeah. we yeah, had to find the right. Tick building. all the boxes. Yeah, but it, look, we've been we've been very blessed. We've got a beautiful building, and um, we found we found where we needed, and we the crash room and everything. So it's it's worked out perfect. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. What, when did you know that it was the right time to move out? It's probably the right time in from a business sense. Three years, four years ago, we only been in this building for a year and a half, uh, guys. But um. It was purely the capital with us because, um, like most people in business, because purely because of all those treadmills, um, yeah. and yeah, look, it's 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 not easy. So we had to really do a lot of work. Plus, we'd spent shitloads of money on the app and and yeah. the course and everything. So the app, at least the apps, got it's a line at the end yeah. of the tunnel. Whereas some of the app, so you spend a lot of money in business and you make sure you hope that it all works out. And in this in this business, I knew that we'd have. But then you got the you got to make sure everything's right. Yeah, <laughs> make Which, sure it's actually what you want to do. Yeah. So yeah, um, probably three years ago, but we opened up a year and a half. So it was probably 12 to 18 months of, and again, like, I was always a bit hesitant going, oh, geez, we've got to get all that to get those treadmills. But yeah. then Shell was like, no, no, we'll be right, we'll get it. And, and we're confident awesome. that once you open the doors, it was going to be mayhem <laughs> just because you had, uh, because we're in the area, like the same area, yeah. we weren't moving 30K away. Um, and I was confident that would that would be okay. And you've got a service, <clears throat> and you're a big part of this. The people are willing to travel, like you've got people going from all over the shop, right? Yeah, we have. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, and it's these guys travel a long way. Like I, I don't know if I'd travel as far as <laughs> to see my ugly head at five a.m. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them do travel, which is which is beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a few. We've got a couple of mutuals that travel, and yeah, they it's really cool. So awesome. really motivated people. Um, to get up that early and, and drive 30, 40 minutes to, to get to us. But um, what have you what have you learned running your own shop as well as business in the last eighteen months? Like what yeah. have been the main takeaways? Um, so much like I reckon. Um, the last year and a half's definitely been it's been the best year, but um, certainly been you learn every day. Um, number one, I, I guess is just to be prepared and not to overreact and to to anything because stuff's going to happen when you're dealing with two hundred and fifty people. Um, a week and, and those people aren't the issue but think little things yeah. will always go wrong not overreact or whip. everything that happens or happens in a business is, is that goes wrong thanks mate is out of your control to some extent yeah. like we, we try to control the controllables as yeah. you would and 
and but things pop up that you don't expect. Yeah. So you probably don't overreact uh, like anything. Like, well, that's exactly it. You can control what you, what you yeah. can control how you react to a situation, but you can't control that situation happening. Totally, you can. That is that's awesome, and that's um, been a big. It's the same as anything. Same as sport. Never be too high. Never be too low. Yeah. And just try to take it in your stride. And I guess be every time you're having a bad day or a bad week. Um, and when I say that, it might be just things like little things like a couple of car parking issues or, or little, like we've all got them. We've all had them. Different things. The bills pile up. Whatever it might be, you just got to learn to just sit back, take a breath, and yeah. really. Like, be grateful for this experience. Like, there's so many people that won't ever do what what we're doing, and that's fine as well. But we um, we put ourselves in this situation, um, so we, exactly. we can't afford it's to be, fault. <laughs> we can't afford to be too high or too low. Yeah. And I tell you what, if there if you are having a bad week, I tell you, who doesn't want to hear about it. Your athletes, they don't want to hear about it. So yeah. you've just got to, and that's actually a good thing. Yeah. The fact that I can rock in at five a.m. and be happy because I've got thirty people that need me to be is actually good for me. Hundred percent, mm. and you obviously. Yeah, well, that's it. Is it? <clears throat> it's when, like, people come to us to and to you guys to kind of escape all the shit that's going on in their lives. Mm. They don't want to hear about your shit, and like a lot of them, like I'm sure you can say the same, have become really close friends now. And then you can confide in them when you have a bit of time just with them. Definitely, kind of, over, it's one of those over a coffee yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. But it's one of those things that if you come in and feed off feed off the energy of all of your clients then you're probably gonna have a good day and that's the way I look at so it so true mate and we're very lucky in that facet as well because like um, imagine we're run, like, here this is why we're in the best game in the world as well because oh, yeah. imagine we're in these companies that are stressful yes but you're in an industry you don't really like or you're working with so we're, we're ex- I love my staff as you do love yeah. all um, love all the people I, I get to coach every day so we're it's super, but yeah, that's probably the big one. Don't know overreacting because it only makes it worse, and things are gonna go wrong. Yeah, um, and there's a million things. You got a million balls up in the air, and you gotta just try to breathe and juggle them. I guess is the biggest thing. Definitely. Yeah. What's uh like? Obviously, the apps on its way and very very close. Yeah. What's what's next for runners? What's the next? That's two, that, three, five years look like. Yeah, that that's a really good question, mate. The, the headquarters at the moment is is obviously. Is, is definitely where we want it to be um, and we've got a couple of strength coaches coming on just to help me a bit next awesome. year yeah because um, that's just at Chelsea there the app is definitely number one because that's global and it's the way to authentically re- get the brand out yeah and then definitely um, it's funny we had um, yeah we had a bit of this conversation last week uh, definitely in the CBD would be but definitely not the size that we've got yeah. and we'll definitely structure a little bit differently where I don't have to be there as much and mm-hmm. um, I'd love to get our product in Melbourne CBD we had a fella come down from Sydney last week and he goes he's a tame fella and just looking at our setup and he goes well I can't do his accent. <laughs> Even though my surname is Marubella, I'm no good at my mate. He goes, well, my arcs are Rick, uh, why, why here? And he looks around Chelsea and he goes, why here? Why not uh, in CBD Melbourne? I say, mate, I started when I was bloody 20, 23, 24. I, uh, I just wanted to be close to home at the time. And then it, I, and we couldn't afford to set up without the cash flow in Melbourne. So all those things. But, yeah, definitely enough rent, yeah. But I, I don't want to do it slow. Yeah. I don't want to do it too fast. It's a, it's a hard one because you kind of – you want to keep moving forward and keep progressing, but at the same time, if you go too fast, you could fuck the whole lot. Quality control is and massive. That's, yeah. And it's, that's one of the struggles I'm kind of going with at the moment. It's just like, well, we're – some days we're at capacity and we're bursting at the seams and it's just like, well, shit, what do we go f- where do we go from here? And it's a tough, tough decision and, and tough... Uh, it's yeah. hard. You, you want to grow, but you want to make sure you don't you, you don't ever sell out either. So Spot on. it's a really hard one. Um, so I just think the quality, as long as the quality remains high and you can train your coaches, you've got, you got lots of good ones as well. Like if, mate, there's a possibility. That's why I'm getting a couple of S&C guys in. The runner's... We're working on a couple of things that we can work with. So we, the virtual and that kind of stuff, yep. which means they can follow the treadmills or the screens. Um, so, but the, the coaching, the S&C side of it, um, definitely need a few fellas in. So you've done that really well. You've got a lot of, yeah. Yeah, I just <coughs> tried to get people in to do the things that I was shit at, <laughs> which was, yeah. yeah, which we're getting there. And I'll, I'm, I'm sure you're probably similar. I hate delegating. I mm-hmm. don't, I like doing everything myself and getting it done my way. But when you can... Allow yourself to uncheck the ego for a second. That, that's when you grow. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, I've, I've had a few really good coaches over the years, um, and you do have to leave your ego at the door, but that's the same as yeah. any industry. But um, definitely with coaching, I think it's it's really important that they know your system, but yeah. because they're under your brand, but you've got to let them do yeah. what 100%. they do, and, and that's that's not easy for some of us, and it's certainly it's got, it's got a lot easy, uh, a lot a little bit easier for me, but. There was, the right people, there was a time when I couldn't yeah. do it at all. Um, so, because you do, you're so passionate and proud about what you you have 100%. produced, and you want to make sure that not one day goes by where someone has a bad experience. So yeah. you, you need everyone to have the best experience every single time, and also be ticking the boxes to be moving forward. You know, you know, as linear as it can be in a in a sports science world, but yeah. and you want to make sure everyone's got the same passion as you, as far as coaching was, and look, some of them. A lot of them do, but it's hard. It's bloody hard. Definitely. Who who have been a few? Who have been the big mentors and people that you looked up to that have allowed you to get to this point? Um, well, definitely. I've obviously mum, dad, mum, dad, and Chell. Um, definitely mentors and just massive support. So those three definitely. And then early days. I guess there's a couple of people, Monash Union, like, as a young runner, myself, Tim Wallace and Chris McCarthy, so two super runners themselves, yeah. Chris was an Olympian, um, bronze medalist, Com Games, Tim was a gun, ran in America, so those guys I learned a lot from, and then now it's it's more, as you might be now, it's just more the best coaches and the best physiologists, possibly not even alive at the moment, yeah. but people like Arthur Lydia, Jack Daniels, Renata Canova on Big On, um, an Italian coach who's, they're, they're a lot of their methodology really rings true to me and whether I meant it or not I, I found myself really um, really like siding with them and a lot of their views yeah um, those three the big ones Brad Hudson I love Alberto Salazar even though he's under a bit of a cloud those five or six running coaches and two of them are really good sports scientists yeah um, as far as yeah the mine two when I was running and I had a few really good footy coaches like Patty Swain was was a big influence on me as well. So, awesome. but yeah, that's pretty much it, brother. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of incredible people. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You keep it. Like I don't. I, you're awesome. I've listened to yours a few of these now. When I knew I was going to be on, and you got a really wide range of of guys. And even look it up on your bookshelf now. There's so much different, so many different. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably not as wide as that like Richard Branson obviously Tim Ferriss I'm probably not as wide as that I'm probably more I'm not sure if this is just my personality but I just I'm obsessed about these two or three things yeah. and I really want to read and read and learn every day about what I'm really good at and then yeah. probably 10% of the week work on my weaknesses yeah. and I, I don't know it's obviously worked so far Maybe. but I don't know if I can't retain I, I just don't know if I can't retain like yeah. dietetics and that I always hand off yeah. Um, return to sport I've got a lot better at but I still hand off to some good people so yeah but that's but that's like you're you're a, not perfect but you're an amazing I guess practitioner as soon as you can go you know what I'm good at this but this person's better and you can awesome. handle off it's a lot, it's a lot better it's, it's, but it's such a simple yeah. thing it is simple that a lot of people don't understand and I think that's why like that's to not want to talk about negatives but that's one of the reasons why the industry struggles the way it does because mm-hmm. PT courses and teach their PTs that hey you can do all this stuff mm. whereas really like nah. you come out of a PT course you can teach someone how to do three or four things and that's about it yeah but and I think um, if, there's, if there's listeners on this podcast no doubt there will be that are, might be doing a cert for or they're, or they're undergrad, undergrad at the moment yeah. um, I think it's crucial that you just like, yeah, we tell all our guys just continue to read every day and maybe you pick two or three two or three things you really want to be good at yeah and it was easy for me because I kind of knew already yeah. um, I think that made and it just made it easy to know who to follow, who to read, uh, who to research. Yeah, but um, when you're genuinely interested in it, it's mm, how easy is it to yeah, pick up a And article? the retention is, is so much easier. I understand that. So if you're not genuinely interested in it, you possibly might move towards another topic or, or area of expertise. And um, But, yeah, certainly, mate, oh, they're my big ones, I would imagine. There's certainly no one off the top of my head. A lot, a lot of... The good coaches that mix a little bit of science, I, I love. Yeah. I, I, I've never been big on, like, just co- – I love a bit of fact and well, – yeah. yeah. Well, coaching, like, for me, is just art and science mixed in together. Like, so sometimes true. you need to load up on the art side of mm. things when someone just needs the motivation to get out of bed in the morning mm. or sometimes when they're right at the pointy end and they need to get that last little, you know, 10 seconds off their 10K. Like, what are the things you can do? Then it's all science-based. So, mm. And that's something, like – 
again on your environment and culture you've created like that's something that it's really really evident from someone that hasn't been there but talks to a lot of people that that come to mm-hmm. you guys because you're so you're so able, you're able to pick and choose when you push the art when you push the science yeah yeah thanks mate and it, look you you would see it as well as you got in a room of 30 you might have five look this is obviously everyone's got individual stuff yeah. going on so you might have five or six dealing with genuine mental health problems yeah. five or six that might be struggling at work five or six that are really struggling fatigue and another five or six that are flying yeah. so all of a sudden that's a that's 25% through the room bang 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 it's like wow and not one person knows the other person's issue yeah. so it's it's cool because they can come there and forget like you said forget about it for 90 minutes or so yeah. and and hopefully start to train their psychology to work through whatever they're going through and like yeah I'm certainly not a neuro like not a, not a psychologist or yeah. or even a neuroscientist but I think that there's been so much proven with with different serotonin levels and that and yeah. and um, well movement creates energy and creates happiness and you know all the endorphins and the and the dopamine. hormones that are released yeah. from you just moving getting out of moving and out of the house and yeah it's not a it's not a difficult thing to understand why so many people love running and mm. training and things so much. It's a really simple one. And I think we like those those neurotransmitters that are released in that, but yeah. but also just the social aspect as well. Like, yeah. uh, that 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 release, and you exactly the same environment. It's a community of people, right? Like, and they feel apart, and it is. We are we are really. Um, and sporting clubs are like family, and that's exactly what I guess we've done mm. in a way. And, and everyone's got different goals, which is really cool. So, yep. and that's that's exactly like you. Like you guys have got so, so many different team sports and team sport athletes, and yeah. you get around who's racing that weekend or who's playing that weekend or how did lock go at the footy or um, and you talk about the game. Yeah, and that that's the coolest thing. That's what I love. Yeah. yeah. If I, what do you think of the term work life balance? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of a struggle. With Something it. I struggle with as well. Yeah. Um, I guess when I was racing properly, I I struggled to switch off. And now the last five, six years business-wise, I struggle to switch off. Um, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I think it, I think if you can prioritise three or four things in your life, yeah. I think you, you go a long way. Um, I've only read recently a couple of real good gurus – that have that work in the ninety minute rule. Uh, you've probably read it as well. Um, ninety minutes of real intense. This is not when you not when we're coaching. Sorry, yep. not when we're planning or programming or whatever. Ninety minutes of real intense work. Yeah. Followed by ninety minutes of, of something else, leisure or yep. or even sleep or something. And we all know sleep is the greatest tool that we can ever use. Hundred um, percent. I'm getting better, but what I was saying about prioritizing. Sorry, is um obviously family is always first, and then. Family and business and friends, I think those three things, not necessarily in that order, family, friends, business, and then your own training has to come in there somewhere because yeah. you can't possibly coach in our game if, if you're not at least fit. And I sit here not very fit, but at least I can still do what I'm preaching. Yeah. But I'm certainly not anywhere near but you, the level. But you've lived all that. Yeah, like I know. You have lived. And we've all got – well, we're, I'm 10 years older than you, mate, but we do definitely want to – keep getting better don't we like I've got in the back of my head still things I really want to do on an individual basis um, but I don't articulate that often I just want it to I know that it's there and one day I'll have that balance to be able to go work train yeah plan family and friends. you have yeah, yeah. It's, it's a never ending like battle to find that balance don't don't get me wrong I've got a lot better and I think the headquarters um, because we're such a, a session based as you are mm. I don't have to be there all the time because if there's no sessions the gym might be open I've got a staff on I can get out and I can see all the kids sport Um, we've got three kids I can get to most of their sports and that's the the most important stuff for me not missing that Um, certainly don't get out on the on the town like I I would have used to but we still socialise and still because in our game like we're done Saturday mornings like we don't work Sunday so we can still get out and have fun but I think the training as a coach takes a big takes a massive hit and I think it's definitely number one yeah. The number one thing to, it's first thing to go. Definitely, definitely. And I've found like <clears throat> obviously like you've listened to my podcast, but the one that Pulsey interviewed me, but I was just all footy, 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 footy for so many years. And then as business started edging footy out a little bit, little bit by little bit each year, like my training is like like you said, the first thing to go. And it's going, Well shit, what's what's the priority now? And what and like for me, if I've got an hour free, 
I'll come down to the office and do some work, which, which is, if you told me that five years ago when I used to love training, I would have been like, no. Nah. But it's finding and, and making myself kind of like we talk to our clients about. It's making myself actually do the training because that's going to make everything else better. It does. But because you're such a high achiever, and before we went on air, I was um, not to pump his tyres up, but I was saying what a great job. I've watched Lockie from afar for a few years. And to play VFL senior football at a, such a strong club as well and run the business is ridiculous like I couldn't I didn't know how he was doing it because my I knew how much my performance had dropped off in all assets of sport so mm. to be able to make good on you to be able to play that level of footy for so long because okay. most of those guys as good blokes as they are haven't got the business stress that you would have had and mm. I'm sure a couple have but not many not yeah. a VFL level yeah. it's just too hard yeah exactly it's just way too hard we're, we're a pretty pretty cool group at uh empires with a lot of the guys that you know they'd be working 14 15 hour days trying to fit in footy around it but that's why i think that's why vfl like guess lifespans are so short so short mate. because you you know most guys are in there for a year or two and they go holy shit this is this is tough and go back to local and it's so um it's so i really love the vfl boys and and um worked with many of them and the way they did it after being on the tools for 10, 12 hours and um, yeah. and they, they're the load they had to do especially in the summer but even oh, even mate. in season on, on Wednesday nights the load you've got to you've got to take on the body and then the AFL boys obviously we've both worked with many that they yeah. can go home and, and <laughs> yeah. sleep or they go exactly. on the chill out zone and play Xbox and they're, they're the first to admit that yeah. and that they're all great blokes but they, they know they've got yeah, it good it's, it, they definitely do have it, have, it, have it good and yes they do all the extra stuff but that's not the same as working 40, 50 hour weeks. So I guess back on that, like with the work life, someone like yourself, I hope to still be seen play footy for the next 10 years. At you, You'll end up playing 200 more MPNFL games. So that then, how are you going to manage that? And that hopefully, yeah. hopefully that then, have you got something in the back of your head that you want to, like, um, at the moment it's hard yeah, but, it's, but you can still get just, the best of yourself yeah like I'm just balls deep in work at the moment mm. and I know I'm okay with that and what I've done because it's my first year out of VFL next year I booked a holiday for the first couple of, I'll miss the first couple of games I'll be in South America because I was just like if I don't give myself a break now I'll probably never, probably never have one so so next year is going to be a little bit of a like I'm still going to I'll still be training I'll still be going to footy and, and loving footy but I'm just going to try and enjoy it just like purely do do it for enjoyment next year which I see a lot of my athletes and clients and whether it be work or sport or whatever I see them get burnt out because they don't allow themselves time to rest and I figured if and like I've had years at there was maybe one year in the middle of EFL there where I just didn't want to play footy like I just didn't enjoy it and <clears throat> at the end of that year I went away for a month came back couldn't be more excited to play footy so That's crazy. it doesn't take much for you to kind of rejig that enthusiasm you've just got to allow yourself time away from it especially when like you have been at the pointy end for so long and it's it's it was nearly a job like you you were that close to it was seven years at the yeah. level so it's, it's it's a job it's a it's a, it's a job mate yeah add, add up the hours a week it's yeah, definitely it's a, a solid part time so job. you need that break it's funny you say overseas this is one thing the work life, work life balance that Shell definitely would probably be listening to this going well what about the holidays <laughs> we haven't had an overseas trip since yeah. 2012 yeah. and that stuff takes it back end because you put so much energy into the business yeah and don't forget we're thinking this is the first of its kind. It's that we have to get it right. We have yeah. to get it right. And you're thinking you get you pay good lawyers to trademark everything. Like you cover all your bases, yeah. but you make sure. And then so you, you sacrifice holidays. Yeah. You sacrifice time away because so we we need to really take the kids on a holiday next year. I and mean, we definitely will be doing that. But awesome. it's um that's the stuff that I've been really shit at. Is uh is actually saying no fuck it. I need a week off. Because I, but then I'm obsessed with getting better, so it's uh, it's not a good mix. But I've certainly yeah. improved. Yeah, I've certainly improved. But yeah, it's it's. I think you probably most people would answer the same way. I think most people in business would answer. Yes, yeah. oh, pretty much. Every, everyone kind of. I struggle with that work life. Just that mindset of well, I'm either resting or I'm working. Yeah. It's I like to try and mix the both, but. I'm not naive enough to think that if I don't give myself some time off, I'm going to be, I'm just going to burn myself out. Yeah. And I, yeah. And my, like my goal, I want all my staff to be going away a couple yeah. of weeks, a month, a year to, to be able to reset and re, rejuvenate because then they're going to want to get up at 5am in the morning and train everyone. So It's funny, we, we talk about so much recovery and regeneration in, um, in <laughs> yeah. physiology and that and then yeah. we, we, we don't regenerate from, a, oh, I'm not very good at regenerating from a business oh, sense. Mate. But if I was doing a, a quality workout I definitely because that's I definitely recover. Yeah. I'd soak it up. I'd but, say, but it's no different. Your like, body's soaking it up. I'd love it. I'd easy recovery run the next day. Go how yeah. good is this? I'm soaking up yesterday's um, set. 
but I don't you don't do any business because you don't think about it like that but no but when, so when you allow yourself to and mm. step back and take a breath like your business wins from it because you allow fresh ideas and and all that kind of stuff which is yeah which is what we've business mentor because I've had I guess Shelly and a couple other people around is one thing that I think um, is really valuable which I I need because yep. people I'm not I'm not I'm certainly not a business minded person yep. so I'm not sure have you, have you had a few oh mate I've got yeah. I've got a business coach now um, a couple of guys that help us out with heaps heaps mm-hmm. of different things I've had I've been that's probably one of my strengths I've been pretty good the last four or five years is seeking out mentors mm. and going to someone hey can we just sit down and chat over coffee and I've been lucky enough to have some pretty amazing people um, yeah, like, cool. like my accountant Chris Ting's being amazing like Lincoln Bart like Geordie Kerwick I've had heaps of I guess people that I've been able to send a message to every now and again and just say hey what do you think about this or catch up with them once every month and they challenge me on what I'm doing and it allows me to check to make sure that I'm putting my like as you and I both pour our heart and souls into our businesses mm. it make, you make sure that that's actually going to the right spot and that it's actually going to benefit in the long term and you're not just banging your head against the yeah, wall yeah that's the thing you don't want to be absolutely waste not wasting but I guess spending energy every single day and yeah. feel like you're banging your head but I, I think um, a bit of an outside perspective is always good Definitely. that's for sure yeah if I if if you could summarize your philosophy on life, what would it be? It's, I reckon this would have changed a fair bit over the years. Or, or maybe if it's definitely today, I just think like we just enjoy every single day, mm-hmm. and um, and really try to. I always say try to make the most of every single day, and that certainly sounds really corny, but just try to be happy with the people around you. And yeah. gratitude is one thing that gets thrown around so much these days, but. I really think it is the key to success, and that's it's take it or leave it, whatever you be. Just being grateful for the vision we're in right now yep. and the opportunity we've got right now, um, and not not ever dwelling. Like just no worry, because yeah. it's never the stress hormone, all that. It's never you're never gonna nothing's gonna flourish out of worry and concern. Yep. So whatever the situation may be, we we're grateful for whatever we've got and we move forward. Probably ten years ago, I would have said. Just hard work, yeah. just work, 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 hard work, yeah. and and that doesn't really like it. Suff- doesn't suffice because you need to be able to deal with so much more than yeah. to life than just hard work. And, yeah, there's and so much we more. want to be working hard at times, and we want to be letting ourselves relax at yeah. times, and we want to be having fun. We my, my way of having fun was always like going out and having massive weekends, and yeah. that 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 isn't like it's great to have a few beers with mates, but it's certainly not the the right way because I was so. Intense with work, training, drinking, work, yep. training, drinking. But he's going extremes. Yeah, right then, so. but I've got a lot better at and just being happy in every city. Like if I, I just love to smile and laugh, and I think um, we all do in headquarters and obviously Virtus as well. Because and I think there's a, I think there's some science now that says like that if you are racing a fifteen hundred and and you literally just just fucking smile and, and embrace it. Like yeah. it's actually got a bit of I don't think it's ten percent I can't remember the data. Look at that paper for me. I hope, <laughs> hopefully it was a sample size of three. It was a bit bigger sample. But it, there's, hey, there's, there's and if and if you don't run as fast you'll still be happy. Yeah you'll be happy you're smiling. Yeah while you're throwing up. Yeah. But um it's definitely just to be happy every day. And look yeah. don't don't waste like life so short and all yeah. these analogies that all of us all of us hear every day, but it is true. Like mm. let's just like you could easily make the worst of a situation. I think if you if you think if you're feeling like geez I'm tired or crossed I could um I could do it for break or Jesus why didn't um, such and such do that or this yeah. you just you just really embrace each day and go geez I'm so stoked just to be sitting next to Lockie talking shit for an hour. Yeah. Like, but life's great. Mate, like, it's worst ways to spend an yeah, afternoon. He's, he's looking good too, ladies and gentlemen. Stop he's, it. His hair's looking so <laughs> good today. Fuck. I love you. Yeah. One of yeah one of the guys like. <clears throat> probably my favourite person to follow at the moment is Dr. Perry Nicholson he's a just incredible practitioner he's stopped chasing pain on Instagram if you, if you want to jump on him he just he's been throwing fire every day and I've, I've literally screenshot like every one of his posts for like the last week because he's just been on fire but one of my favourite things he said is worrying about health will destroy your health and it's just like as soon as you start worrying about being stressed you're probably going to be stressed. Like if, as soon as you start worrying about not having the not having the rig you want or not running the times you want, you're probably not going to get there. Like if you focus on the, you move that mindset from a 
what I don't have or what I'm not getting at the moment to, well, here's what I need to do to work mm-hmm. on it and what I actually need to do to be positive, you're going to get to where you want to get to. And like for me, that's so, that's, I've been probably lucky that I've surrounded myself with positive people mm-hmm. that, that help instill that into me. But yeah, yeah. it's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's so true. And that, that's beautiful. And that, that stuff is what you need to see. Yeah. But you can't just see it and forget about it. Like you're, it you're, and act on it. You're someone that sees it and acts on it and also helps hundreds of others act on it. And I'm definitely the same, but geez, I wasn't very good at it at a time ago. And yeah. But that, that's the process is the one thing that I really try to instill because um, where, if you're listening to this podcast and you might be having an average day, you need to know that, like, yeah, let's like, let's control the controllables yeah. and let's help processes everything that motivation can be a real fleeting word I think we both know Definitely. that and I'm not massive on I know you're not either on, on motivation or, or crazy mm. about to, like, weight loss and all that crap yeah. it's a process driven thing yeah. and if we take care of the processes for months and months and months and months on end believe me physically mentally emotionally you will be where you want to be yeah. but it's it's Definitely. it's unless the the athletes buying in mm. And they do buy in. If they're coming to see me or you, then they're buying in. They're not, they're not getting into a 12-week challenge or, a, or another fad yep. on Instagram or another bloody franchise. Yep. <laughs> they're, 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 coming, they're coming to purpose. They've got, they, pur- yeah. they got purpose. And they're, they're going to, from where they are now to where they are in 12 weeks or 24 weeks or yeah. 36 weeks, they're going to be in a better spot. Oh, I say three years. Yeah. I say, three, yeah, yeah, I say look, look, you've got to give this three years. Yeah. And regardless of if they want to run a marathon in, for Boston or they want a bloody emotionally feel better they'll yep. feel better every day the byproducts are yes you'll feel better every single day yes you'll you'll be in a much productive employer or, or you'll be so much yep. better at work you'll be so much better mum or dad the byproducts are all those things you'll feel better in your jeans you'll look better you'll feel great in photos you won't feel bad about getting in the pool but the actual main goal the group A goal I did the fingers again <laughs> the group A goal is uh, is that marathon in three years yeah. or two years or 18 months yeah, and that's that's pretty cool the yeah. byproducts are the aesthetics and yeah. all the other stuff the emotional health but the uh, the group the A goal which we and they play, get that sense of achievement cool. when they hit it yeah. and, and like no one would spend three years with you or me or and, and go you know what I regret the last three years mm. because they've actually spent the time and put the effort in to actually achieve what they want to achieve. And and this the, the data doesn't lie. The way they like, it's obviously not linear, but the the upward trends don't lie. Like it's it's really really cool. I think that's what me and you take out of sport and coaching and all the research and just general team and athletic sport. That yeah, there's this is where we want to be in September. Like you at the end of September. How am I going to do it in November? This yeah. is what I got to do. You don't just win flags. Here's the process. You yeah. don't just drop ten kilos in eight weeks to look at your bikini body yep. it's a process it's a process and a lot of the stuff you might not think is fun but you can make fun yeah because oh, it's part of the but, journey but you, yeah exactly you start enjoying the little steps along little, the way little. Like one of the things that I <clears throat> I hate almost more than anything in this industry is like six, eight, 12 week challenges so we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna kind of throw our our take on, a, on an eight week challenge next year is this, just, is this a piss take? Pretty, I love well, it not so much piss take but well, it is because we're we're trying we want to piss on everything that is tw- like oh, that they stand for with yeah. eight twelve week challenges. You're the bloody king, and man. we want to just we want to teach people. Uh, it's going to be a, we're going to market it like an eight to twelve. I didn't challenge. know this by the way. This wasn't a, this wasn't a segue. <laughs> but but yeah, it's uh so we're we're planning one for early next year, which will be. So um, your take, which is a lot more. It's just completely our take. It's all movement based. We want to teach we teach people how to move, and then we can add the capacity stuff as we go so yeah we're movement gonna, over muscles ladies and gentlemen exactly. this, 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 this bloke is the king <laughs> Vern Gambetta as well is a big, yeah, a big I'm, I'm really I'm really excited to um to be a little bit abrasive and, and to to kind of throw a little bit of shade at the way the industry's run because it's like everyone like yes 12 week challenges rapid weight loss whatever for 5% of the population can be the thing that, that sparks them to get moving but it doesn't instill the discipline and continuity like I said before that gets people where they want to get to and I think that's really important Our, like I guess the analogy I use I probably use it on this podcast a bit but and I, I used it this morning when I was talking to one of my clients is everyone wants to stand at the bottom of a mountain and look at the summit and go I want to be up there but very few people unless they actually commit to it will commit to taking every little step along the way and when you're when you're able to enjoy the journey at 100 meters and 200 meters and you're able to enjoy the view halfway up and three quarters up you start allowing yourself to actually enjoy the process mm. and it's so much more Jeez. about the journey than the uh that's destination that is um if you can take one thing out forget about what i'm saying if you can take, <laughs> if you can take one thing out of that uh listeners 
Bloody hell, take that is deep. I, I just, I just, I got goosebumps now. I just blacked out for a second. I can't actually remember yeah, what I said. I think he was in, he was in what we call the flow state, ladies <laughs> yeah. and gentlemen. He was in the flow state. He, he went really hard, but I love that because looking down and saying, you know what? Look, we always say that how far you've come, mm. appreciate how far you've come, and all this. But that's actually not cheesy. It's actually real. Like enjoy, so enjoy each day. Yeah. That's what we we tell our guys. Like if we're we're gonna be having a good day. Like some days you're gonna be thinking, just oh, everything is just easy. Okay, and then you try to diarise what you've done. Why is everything easy? But yep. it just could be one of those days. Yeah. And then some days, obviously, it's a chore. But you can't. You've really got to um, avoid making it a chore because it's not a chore. It's still yeah. a bloody privilege. But you can't have those easy days without putting in the work on the days where you feel shitty or don't want to get out of bed. Or one thing I said at our presentation not a couple of weeks ago is we we're giving out the awards and and a few of the award winners um, um, hadn't done any races this year. So. Yeah. Um, no, no, not one race, but just such good people. And you know what? 52 weeks of the year. So they were there fronting up. Now, possibly 22 to 25 of those weeks, on average, they, mm. they probably felt physically like rubbish, yeah. whether it's work or whatever. But they're the most important weeks. Those 22 to those 22 weeks out of the calendar year where you don't feel like doing it is when you've really got to do it. Yeah. The 30 weeks that feel great, of course, that's average. That's not that's easy. obviously yeah. continuous. But those 30 weeks in a calendar year and that's just going off someone like me physically the way I might feel and yep. a lot of the guys when we get deep into feedback but yeah look, those 22 weeks listeners they're the ones so they're, they're the, that's the money mm. and that's yeah. where when you've got a race or a game or, or a sport they're the ones you're, you're going to be strutting around because you know you've done the work yeah. and maybe your opponent took a few easy weeks in those 22 weeks and it's very exciting to steal one from Schneids which he's probably stolen from you to be honest money in the bank nah, Schneids, money in the bank that's, that's, that's yeah, it's, I don't know who stole that from who he, that might be his. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you it's his. That's the only thing. If it's his, it's the only thing that's his, I reckon. Yeah. He's stolen a lot from everything. <laughs> and just ticking the boxes, that'd be yours, surely. Nah, that actually, fuck. That's two. <laughs> there is two. I'll that's all him, he's got. I'll give him those two. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's it. But it's just, yeah, finding, finding those little little wins along the way. Invest in now. And look, all the best coaches say, look, invest now. And mm. look, it's, it's never, ever, ever not going to pay you back. Like, you're not going to... Yep. You're not going to get to game day, race day, or even just the weekend feeling average. Like yeah. You're going to be even at work. So right now it's one o'clock in the Arvo. Um, we're we're going to feel more productive. You know, so yeah. life's great if you if you move. Simple yeah. as that. Just get moving, and if mm. you don't want to, doesn't matter. <laughs> just do it. Just bloody move. Just do it. And yeah, I think that's a simple one. If you can't get out of bed in the morning, you just got to do it. To count to five, by count five, five, your feet are on the floor and carry on with your day. That's a great way to do it. I often say just put your phone or your alarm in your shoes and just go. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a really good one. I think I made that up. Um, yeah. <laughs> there you go, you've got one. I've got one. <laughs> you put the phone and you just have to because yeah. if you think about it or if you go, oh, fuck, I've had three hours sleep or, yeah. or um, this and that and this and that, I'm not going to get home till 8 o'clock tonight, just get up because you'll never, ever, ever, ever regret it. Hmm. And if you've got a coach or a, or a um, practitioner that's worth his weight, He'll play it by year on the day as well. So yeah, he'll yeah. adjust on the fly. Everyone the fire. will be like, you know, you need to chill out today, yeah. or you need to do this, or you know, today's today's the day to, to go hard and, and step it up and play not chill. But it, and <clears throat> yeah, it's really really important. All right, I've got a bunch of questions for you mm-hmm. that you can be as succinct or as long winded as you'd like. Okay. Now I feel as though this one's going to be a long winded one. <laughs> what is the, what, what is your what is your favourite or the greatest Olympic moment ever? Oh Christ, there's a few. It's funny, um, the one that comes to mind, I'm, I'm instantly, I'm not a swimmer, but Kieran Perkins in 96 in lane eight was, yeah. now you were in four, but I was, <laughs> yeah, I, was, was um, I was 14 nearly, 13, yeah. 14, and that was, um, and again, there's so much else, um, but that was unbelievable. It was written off by everybody. Uh, Daniel Kowalski was, was the favourite, and just, and Dennis Committee, I just remember the commentary so vividly saying this is rare gold and it was lane eight which means he qualified slowest in the final he had a bronchitis or a bit of a flu and I just looked at that in year eight and go this prick is what it's all about the mental toughness um, to not only overcome the physical ailments that he was going through that week the mental ailments that every bastard was writing him off um, the fact he couldn't see anyone because he was in lane eight and again I'm not a swimmer but I think that's hard um, so lane yeah. eight, and he's just. Do you remember that? Especially yeah. Over that distance. And he's fifteen hundred meters, fifteen hundred for the guys that don't know Perkins. And he's just, just done, just mentally, just got him what we said before the flow state, yeah. and just refused to believe that he wasn't still the best because he'd been the best for four years. That one, and look, as a, 
um, Emil Zadapak, we've been running, I can't not. So <laughs> Zadapak in 52 um, did the triple that no one else will ever do, the 5K, 10K marathon gold medals. So no one will ever do Amazing. that um, again. And I know it was 1952, but you still had to run that. Uh, those three races and the times would still look they're obviously 60 years on but they're still not not bad times he, yep. he was a freak out of peg but yeah those two lock I reckon mate good very good that was for palsy oh was it <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you like at school jeez you know, oh, I loved what I love now yep. I, I loved I loved exploring um, performance and physiology I loved awesome. year 12 PE I loved all that but yeah not not great lock I um I, I guess I struggled to mature uh, early on. Um, I loved my mates. I loved footy. I, I loved partying far too much. Um, Nothing wrong with that, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah, it definitely distracted me. I wasn't, yeah. PE and footy, I had an interest in, in in helping people and leadership roles, but unfortunately, academically, probably wasn't given those roles just because I was too much. I was yeah. probably playing up too much, but I love school. Second part, second part of that question, if you could add five subjects or subject areas to the school curriculum mm-hmm. that you wish you were taught, what would they be? That's, yep. I think um, that's a very good question on the, off the cuff. I think, um, I think a couple more that are real life would be great because yeah. someone like me, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't think there was a future in what I did, um, especially not a viable future. Yeah. Um, I think if I think a career's pathway, like I don't know about five, but just two or three different career choices. Now, just to show me that no, you're actually not cut out to be a trader because <laughs> you're quite useless. But it may, <laughs> maybe I could do that. I mean, I'd be exactly the same. I didn't have got VCAT and that stuff yeah. now and all VCAL, but not when I was young. Definitely a couple of. Four or five more choices, like yeah. maybe some screening in year ten to say figure out what are your passions, yeah. where your passions lie. Because I think we all we all really uh, flourish when we're working with our passion. Mm. That could be anything: uh, cars, sport, hair, whatever. Just finding out what you yeah. love. And- so if we can get that early, and I think I would have got that coaching physiology early, and then because re- I, I just remember loving the energy system so young, and just what? How do you work on this? Like how do you how do you manipulate these energy systems to be better? That was always my passion, still is today. So yeah. it's weird. If I had known that in 16, 15, maybe they could have got me into like, yeah, 17, 18. Yeah. But because it was just the basic maths and English and science, I, I as a young, naive 17-year-old, thought, well, maybe I'm just going to be a trade like all my mates, and, yeah. which is not a bad thing. They're killing it, and they're all yeah. my best friends. But I was no good at it that. Wasn't you, yeah. No, I certainly yeah. wasn't. And everyone can attest to that. So... Probably a career-based thing, and yeah. I reckon a passion finder. If you can find your, and yeah. even if the kids are, are t- totally um, oblivious to their passion at the time, maybe there's a process to help them. Mm-hmm. I know Pulse and a few other real good VCE teachers are so good now at yeah. finding it in 2017. Um, certainly wasn't like that one. Like, I went to school. Like I finished in 2000. It's a long time ago, so mm-hmm. they're a little bit different. They just wanted to get you in and out, get you in and out and (laughs) get your VCU. Exactly, exactly. If you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Okay, so we won't – so I'll I'll go celebrities, so I won't go family and friends. Um, We'll go definitely – definitely Vern Gambetta. We spoke about him earlier just because – it's a he's he's seventy something and he's still such a mate. I love reading his posts every day. I love it's him. Just I, I love incredible. everything he stands for, and I'm really that's why I'm really looking forward to what you're doing next year of that challenge because he would love that. He's the kind of person. So Vern's just a movement expert, and he's been an S and science guru for fifty years. Lucky yeah. maybe more. Started in swimming, track and field, but he's he's brilliant. Just to pick his brain because he's he's forgotten more than I know. Um, <laughs> Him, Both of us. I think Alberto Salazar, as a distance running coach, for many reasons, um, I think he he's the best coach in the world currently, but he's under a lot of suspicion. So I'd love to ask him what the hell's going on, but I still <laughs> believe his physiology and that's top notch. Yeah. But he's definitely, hopefully, not doing something dodgy, but everyone seems to think he is. So, And someone for a bit of fun. That's a good question. That's a, someone like uh, David Boone. Just to, just to see <laughs> see if he can replicate yeah. the fifty two cans he did from Melbourne to London. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty elite. And if me and him can go beer for beer and see who dies first, <laughs> that, that'd be my three. I think it'd be I think it'd be you. Yeah, that's a good mix. that's a good mix. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great mix. Mm-hmm. What are you most proud of? My family, awesome. definitely my family. Number one uh, and number two, obviously the community I've created. Awesome. I think that's they're the only two. That's huge. If you can, yeah, you don't 
you don't look back at awards and all that stuff. I think you look back at the people that you've um, met and and yeah. the people that are still around. So definitely family and community friends. Because if you can have a, a coffee and a beer with some good people and enjoy their company, that's, good. that's really what you want, isn't it? 100%. Mm. Flip side of that question, what are you most ashamed of? Um, that's a good question. Man, there's been many evenings on the piss where I'm probably <laughs> not proud of myself, but um, I probably wish I had of I probably wish I had of um, knuckled down a lot earlier. I know, like I'm 35 and we've built this, but yeah, definitely that, definitely, and just footy and other things. I feel like I had unfinished business because I was I probably wasn't looking after myself in the way I should have, yep. and. You can never regret stuff, but yeah, definitely uh, didn't look after myself anywhere near enough. And even when I was a good level of running, I wasn't looking after myself. So I've, learned, <laughs> I've matured a lot since Learn then. A lot. Mm. Yeah. If money wasn't an issue and you couldn't fail, what would you do with your life? I couldn't fail. Well, I'd definitely still be doing what I'm doing now, but I wouldn't be doing possibly the hours, but I'd definitely be coaching the same group of people. I, cool. I love what I do. I love them. It's good but, to be able to give that answer. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm, and I'm that. It's with every, all my hand in my heart. I'm, I couldn't be more honest. Um, Definitely coaching. I'd travel a lot more with my family, and I would. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, I'd love to take a uh, experiment, like a. Um, I'd love to just dabble a little bit because money is an issue. I don't need the money. In I believe I still have a little bit to offer in, in football condition and I feel Aussie rules condition. Yeah. But awesome. That's just an old passion on the side. It's got no. You wouldn't do it just because it's so hard to make money and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like that's still a bit of unfinished business as well. Like, yeah, cool. I, but that's yeah, it's certainly just for a bit of fun. Nice. Do you have a mantra? I've got I've got a few mantras people could quote for me. <laughs> um, Jeez, how many? There's kick again. There's a just load them, load them up. No, no, I can't give you time. I got all my catchphrases. <laughs> there's too many. I think, I think, work hard, recover well would be uh, the generic one. Because yep. and just and just enjoy every single day, whether whether it's hills or whether we're doing mile repeats or whether we're doing a thirty k long run or yep. whether I've told you to recover or Lockie's doing off leg stuff in the pool. Just in, embrace every person that comes into your life because uh, they're all there for a reason. I feel. I love it. Mm. What is success to you? Well, I think it's happiness. I think um, I don't think I certainly don't think it's money. I think it's definitely being happy, and everyone's version is different. Um, but stop. Really, if you're listening and you're not happy, you've got a number one rule is to stop comparing yourself to other people. And that if you can Perfect. not compare yourself to to uh, Joe Blow down the street who's putting on Instagram six times a day, you'll be fine. Yeah. That's that is number one. Number two is. Your life will, if as long as you got that attitude, the rest will come. Like, like Locke said before, that's what he said about the focus, like the negative focus mm. on my. Oh, I can't, I can't remember Kenny. I got to lose weight now. Yeah. It becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. So true, and that what he's what he said before. I was nodding again. No cameras in here, which is disappointing. <laughs> I was nodding my head in total agreement of the great man. But yeah, just to be happy every day. And it sounds so easy for me to say um, because I just said that I love what I do. But if you're in a job that you don't like, let's let's work on things to make you happier, yeah. and let's work on a process to possibly get you out of that career. Or how can I make this work for me? That's exactly it. Like one of the questions I love to ask is, well, you're not happy. Okay, that's fine. You're aware of it. What needs to happen for you to move into something you love? And, and then what? it's just a step by step process. So like, it might take five years or ten yeah. years, but. But you know you're working towards a process and like exactly what I was going to say, it's not going to happen tomorrow, but just the fact that you've got something and like I know you're really good at this with your conversation you have with your guys, like how can I get you to to be happy in yeah. your life as well, which which I think is fantastic and we often have the same conversations. Just if you're not happy, if there's something bothering you, you, you come, let's have a coffee and let's, yeah, let's, let's nut it out it. and it might take three coffees or three, three different times to to try to come up with a resolution mm. to work towards, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Hopefully, people walk away a lot more, um, a lot more intelligent for the conversation. Just yeah. say, you know what, I'll, I don't have to live the way I've been living for the last yeah. twenty years. And that's a cool thing because we don't have to give the answers; we just ask the questions, and, and God. everyone figures it out. Yeah, and eventually. I feel sad for people that don't have um, someone to help them through that. because yeah. there's many people that aren't involved in sport. Mm that don't have that I wouldn't imagine like the amount of people we come across yeah. right in a week they're awesome because they're they've got networks that they put themselves in the yeah. environment where they can and, and they might not have wanted to at the first but they do now and they love it but the people that unfortunately just work go home 
go to bed and hate it. Yeah. They're the ones I want to help. And that's, I think, things like you're doing here and, and everything's really cool because because anyone can listen to this. Mm. And hopefully yeah, it helps. It. Hopefully it helps people that helps we, one, one person we might else. never meet them. But, yeah, that's, that's brilliant. Mm. All right, last, last couple. A few favourites for you. Or oh, for me. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you for a favourite. Favourite movie? Favourite movie. First thing comes in the head. Rocky Four. Oh, cool. Va- Varsity Blues. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, favourite song of all time? Jesus. Yeah, this is Bogan Somerville. I'm <laughs> Paul Kelly, Two Way Door. Oh, great track. Very, very good track. Favourite joke? Oh, mate, I'm not good with this. No, it, would, it, would, it wouldn't be G-rated. No. <laughs> it's okay, mate. It's nah, podcast. You can do whatever can't, you want. Okay, sorry. Um, favourite book? Oh, there's a few. Um, Jack Daniels, the Jack Daniels book is brilliant. Yeah. Um, I love Steve Magnus, The Science of Running. He's really, really good. Arthur Lydia Running to the Top. And Pete McGill's got a really good book out, uh, The Runner's Body. Awesome. For those four. Very, very nice. Favourite way to spend a Sunday afternoon? Yeah, so not so feeling good. Yeah, maybe a long run in the morning, um, so you feel good. And then the afternoon would definitely be with the um, definitely be with like you trying to spend. So you've ran in the morning, so you're feeling good, lock. You've yeah. ticked the long run box. Uh, family, the kids, the, and a few mates around um, with a few cold beers, watching the footy Perfect. or the cricket, and just like, having a barbie with ten or so mates and the kids running around and just enjoying the people in your life while you're watching a bit of sport perfect that would be the perfect day for me love it mm. favourite piece of advice you've ever been given just don't worry just yeah. don't bloody worry so much and um, I, I was big on that and I still I still have to work on it but yeah just just enjoy every day that's a cool thing to identify that you're always <clears throat> all this stuff that all our clients struggle with we struggle with the oh, same shit oath, and we've still got to work on it but we've because we're constantly reminding ourselves of it and we see people every single day achieve, work yeah, on it. yeah exactly and um and I don't shy away from that mm. we don't talk about ourselves in a day me and you but mm. we remind ourselves uh, internally and that's I think that's why we can help definitely uh, definitely. last one favourite quote favourite quote there's a Steve Prefontaine quote this is a bit off the top Steve Prefontaine's probably my favourite runner of all time got a massive thing of him at HQ on the on the wall awesome um, he's he's a quote now this is probably not really about coaching or anything but I just stuck with me forever and it kind of made me feel like when I was racing I obviously didn't have his ability but um, he said I can tolerate more pain than anyone else on the earth and I don't know why that's the first thing that comes to my head there's a million we've said a million cliches today but that one there just the ability to say listen like his VO2 max was 82 mine's 60 he's running economy was superb mine's probably not but (laughs) At the end of the day, when it comes to tolerating pain, we all can be equal. Hundred percent. Like we all can be equal. So I love, I love that quote. That's cool. Mm. Love it, mate. Mm. How can people learn about runners and find out about runners? And when's the app out? The app's out Christmas Day, Lockie. Hey. It's been a process. Uh, yeah, Christmas Day, twenty seventeen. So in, in so when this is, when this podcast is released, it'll be out. It'll be out. Fantastic. So, so download that shit. Yeah. So runnersapp.com. Runnersapp.com is the app, and and we're runners.com and all our social networks is runners. But um. Yeah, mate, it's been a pleasure. One of the great men. Thanks for coming on. No, thanks, bud. Love your work. Love you.